Welcome back to Round Guy Radio with Jefferson County Real Estate and Smithburg Auto of both of Fairfield, Iowa, present Peak and Panthers football with head coach Clint uh, Weber. Welcome back to the program, Coach. Thank you. Well, tell our listeners where you who you played last week and uh, where it was and what the score wound up. Yeah, uh, we had North Cedar who come down. Um, we got a win, and I think the score ended up 47 to 6 or so. We uh, got off to a good start on both sides of the ball, and our kids were playing uh, confidently. And, you know, I thought take advantage of a lot of uh, scenarios that uh, they knew they might have in front of them. But the fact that they capitalized on a lot of those was uh, ensuring as a coaching staff. So things went well. We're off to a 2 and one start. But we're just hopefully getting started here. Well, you, you bounced back from a, a tough game with, uh, I think, number six in the state, Albernet. But uh, you're undefeated at home. Uh, uh, and this time you really broke out with a lot of success. Uh, uh, it, it seems like this year the kids are, are uh, uh, going with your game plan and kind of buying into what you're doing. And they're seeing the, the success doing it, aren't they? Yeah, you know, anytime you go into a new program, uh, looking back a little bit, reflect on last year, you know, kids were on board, but, um, you know, they're just, it was in its infancy so much. And, you know, we really still are in, its, in the infancy of rebuilding in some ways, but in other ways, um, we've grown up a lot. And we got a lot of kids that, you know, are, are with a year of experience under their belt, or some of them with two years of varsity experience under their belt now. And, we're starting to see them, you know, make football plays and, and football moves that um, maybe they didn't a year ago. And sometimes that makes it easier on coaching because you can only coach so much. And when the players are able to do things on their own, um, you know, that's when that's when success sometimes happens a little more when it comes natural to your team. Well, uh, Jacob Linsendorf of KTVO was down there and, and uh, he filmed some of those football moves and there was some uh, – you know some some incredible uh, uh, movements to get to uh, it to the end zone. You know from like the one when they're being tackled and uh, uh, some you know some sweeps around the outside and some reading the defense and 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 uh, breaking through some holes and finding some openings, a uh, little change of directions. There, there was a there. I was impressed, Coach. Uh, uh, what was you seeing out there? Yeah, we you know we had a lot of. Uh... We had a lot of guys that contributed, obviously, and you know I, I I say it every time, but we kind of fall back on our our strength and speed program. Um, you know, there's a lot of drills, and you know you could do a lot of different drills and um, types of work prepping yourself. But at the end of the day, you know we try to get our kids to you know practice a lot of change of direction moves and and absorbing contact and 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 initiating contact. So. You know, overall, our, our goal every game is to be more physical than our opponent and also wear them down. Um, that comes, you know, from everything being mentally tough to physically tough. So, you know, so far we've had some success of on a couple of our games to do that. And, you know, moving forward, that's our goal to keep building that uh, physical and mental capacity of being the toughest team out there. Well, uh Give our listeners just kind of a, a synopsis or a little little overview of, of the game and how it played out. 
uh, you know, actually they, they opened the game with uh, probably a 40 or 35, 40 yard gain. Maybe it was more, um, a little swing pass to the back. And, you know, we gave up a big play right away on defense and, you know, after watching the film, it was just, you know, it was, it was a couple of small mistakes, but the small things are always the big things. And after we recouped a little bit on that, um, we, you know, we, we forced them into a punt and we got the ball and we, you know, we kind of sputtered on offense on the first series. And after both teams got, you know, saw the ball once, you know, we get, we were able to get our offense moving a little bit more. And I think we got a couple of changes made on defense quick, that was able to limit them a lot more. Um, and after that, you know, I felt like we really got things going that uh, benefited us on offense, defense. You know, I felt I made a bad call at the end of the first half, giving them one more special teams play, and they're able to take a punt all the way. Um, outside of that, I thought our defense played pretty flawless. And anytime your offense doesn't have to, you know, always perform under pressure when your defense can, you know, make a lot of big plays, it takes a little bit of pressure off the offense, and then they're able to, you know, play a little more freely and felt like both sides uh, were productive. Well, uh, I want to know about your special teams. How your special team? How your special team doing this year, and how they performed specifically in this game? Yeah, you know, some people have different perspectives on special teams. Um, you know, we've we, we lost or we lost a kicker last year, so um, you know, we've been working a few different people um, kicking the ball. Uh, we had some, you know, we have one that we feel we can kick it a little deeper and you know if we're not trying to kick it deeper we're trying to place it to where it's maybe not fielded as quick um you know we we mix up pat and two-point conversions just kind of depending on how we feel that week you know and and what the defense might be giving us and uh you know outside that i feel like we have a couple explosive returners that you know if we're able to uh return a punt or a kick, you know, and it'll benefit us. And, uh, you know, the reward outweighs the risk. And we're definitely trying to make a big play. But fair catching is always, you know, something you got to emphasize in high school ball. Uh, if you can fair catch it, you know, usually it'll save you 10 to 20 yards on a, you know, on a bounce on a punt. So um, that was a struggle for us last year that we've cleaned up a little bit this year. Well, uh, you, you put a lot of points on the board this week. And, uh, you you've uh, you you put some points on the board in the first game, and then uh, you kind of broke through this time with forty seven points. Uh, well, go through some of this scoring and who were some of the key contributors to putting these points on the board. Yeah, we we spread it around real well. I think we had uh, four guys with over eighty yards, I believe, maybe over ninety. Um, a couple guys in hundred, but you know, I think. We've been, you know, it's no, it's no secret. We've been rotating backs a little bit. I'm um, trying to keep guys fresh. And uh, Kate Bemis, Logan Lauterman, you know, those two have kind of been carrying the, you know, the tailback reps. And uh, Luke Long's, you know, been handling the ball every play as their quarterback, throwing a little bit and carrying it. And then, you know, Will Adams, our wing back, and you know, he's made. He had a handful of yards the other night, too, that come on bigger plays. So, you know, four backs producing bigger yardage, that's that's a big deal. But, you know, I, I think they all had a touchdown or more. A couple of them had three the other night, but all of them had one or more touchdowns. But it's nice when, you know, not all the load is on one guy all night. 
Well, uh, let's talk about the defense, man. They've been stifling this year. They got they, they got a shutout and uh, uh, a game where they gave up seven. I guess you said the special teams give up some of that, or yeah. Well, then, uh, you know, basically a couple of shutouts there for the defense. Uh, uh, what's what's been so special with this team? Uh, honestly, the the work in the off season. We we got couple guys that put, went out for track that hadn't been out for track and um you know <laughs> coach idol at the track program here is pretty uh premier and I, I really feel like that helped their speed a lot and then all the commitment and strength training and speed work they've done in the the summer and then the winter before that was huge but logan baker and blake jewel at linebackers have they've really come a long way and they've been telling a lot of tackles but i think our d lines um started out a work in progress and it still is, but, uh, those guys really start to make some plays. And I, you know, I, I think our D line's pretty good size. I think they're really strong. Um, you know, I think our front seven is, um, really the strength of our defense right now. And, you know, we're making a lot of tackles and our, you know, our, our biggest, biggest emphasis on defense is, you know, don't give up easy touchdowns or big plays. Well, uh, when you went out to Albernet and you played one of the best teams in the state, uh, uh, how did that elevate your game or, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, the level of competition that maybe uh, helped your team step up a little bit this week? Yeah, there's, there wasn't a lot to take away from that game, maybe on uh, film for some of our kids or, you know, right after they felt, you know, completely defeated. But as we reflect back and um, – kind of bring some of those points of that game back up to kids during practice is we, we learned, you know, where we were at when we got smacked in the mouth. Um, we also learned what it's like to see, you know, specifically one lineman on their team who just brings the energy every play, um, you know, and then, you know, we kind of found out where we matched up against, you know, like you're saying a top, top five or top 10 team that, um, knowing that there's you know teams out there that are obviously much better than us and and never being satisfied with the level of play that we have and trying to improve each week so you know that we do bring ourselves along from week to week and we're hopefully at our best come towards the end of the season well what's the what's the excitement level uh uh in the in the stands you know with the fans and how big are the crowds getting and uh uh, you know, that's all people are talking about around uh, Ridgeland, you know, is uh, this big start that you guys are off to, and they're so proud of you. Well, you know, like I said, we're only three steps in, but, um, yeah, we've, put, we've got a youth, a kind of a youth league going now, with, uh, four or five alumni players that are local guys around, but still, and they, uh, they're doing a great job of just building excitement in the youth age of football and you know they're doing some sunday afternoon stuff and they play at halftime of our games some and you know just getting the whole community excited um junior high coaches are they're doing a good job with you know what we got going on that program and you know we just we try to i don't know i feel like our uh, our players and our coaches right now are trying to pour everything we got into each other and fill each other's glass up so that uh, we know that we're all leaning on each other for a special year. And, um, you know, our, our superintendent is really focusing on trying to, you know, build our culture up and, you know, culture trumps strategy most days. So 
um, yeah, we're just trying to, we're trying to build on the successes we have and, and teach kids to, you know, play every play with a lot of heart and pride and hopefully get, get back to where Beacon used to be. Well, who are some of these young players that are getting in here and they're making a contribution that we could mention uh, uh, so that they can get their names out there a little bit? Yeah, Will Adams, a sophomore, he starts both ways. Uh, he's, you know, he's, he's a kid that's very committed. Um, he's hard on himself when he screws up, but he's pretty good about learning how to be resilient. And Isaac Sylvester, Alton Williams, those are both sophomores that, you know, play both sides or one side of the ball for sure, if not both. Um, you know, our junior class is kind of smaller. Um, but, you know, in terms of young, young guys, I would say there's, you know, there's a handful of sophomores. Casey Davis is another one. He's starting center for us. And in our offense, if the snaps aren't great, you know, it, it can honestly take your whole season backward. And I, I think we had, we've had one or two, maybe one bad snap all year. And the one that was considered bad, we still caught it and got the first down on. So, um, I can't say enough about Casey and, he was he was supposed to be playing tight end in the preseason, and we had an injury. And we were looking for the you know a guy that was selfless and wanted to sacrifice and jump in there, and he he really took the bull by the horns, and he's he may never leave that position though. All right, well, I got three quick questions here for you. Uh, who do you play next? Where is it? And what time is it? Uh, we play seven o'clock this Friday against or at Wapolo. So you're at Wapolo. Now, I know a little bit about Wapolo. Uh, they have a, a pretty strong running back, and this kid is capable of really running it up on you. Uh, I think they've got some guys that can take a, a kickoff back pretty well, too. Uh, what do you know about this Wapolo team? Yeah, like number two, Gus, and he's, I think she may have got banged up a little earlier, but he's back. You know, he's a great player. I think they're number, they're tight end, number eight, special player, too, and they always have big linemen. Um, you know, and number 14 is another player all, all over the board, plus Coach Parsons. I just can't say enough about him. I, I really respect him a lot, and I know what they do in the off season, similar to us. And, you know, I I just – we know our work is cut out for us this week, and there's going to be no um, easy breaks. You know, we have to play a clean football game, and we've, we've got we've to activate our fundamentals that we, you know, we pride ourselves on since day one. And, you know, if we do all those things, you know, we hope that it'll put us in a chance to be successful Friday night. So what do you got to do to come out victorious on the road here this week against a pretty, uh, a pretty good team that's wanting to get back to 500 at home? Well, uh, you know, I know we ran the ball a ton Friday night, but you got, we got to be able to do both. And, you know, we, we've prepared to do that. Um, obviously, if, if someone forces you not to do or not to take away one that's easier, then we may, you know, we may bleed that out. But I know we'll have to we'll have to be able to throw the ball and we'll have to be able to run the ball, obviously. Um, we can't turn the ball over. And, you know, watching them on film, if, if we don't tackle well, it'll be a long night. Well, how can our listeners follow the Pekin Panthers uh football team through the media through facebook through uh, twitter through uh websites w- what are the opportunities for our listeners uh yeah, around the state uh, to, to catch up with your team yeah 101.5 is uh uh michael comstock and tony latcham 
um, radio. They cover every game. And then obviously um, we have a Panther football Twitter handle and, you know, our Panther football 2022 Facebook page is actively used to kind of keep everybody up on what's going on. Well, it's been a, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? Nope. When is the, the next home game? Uh, in two weeks, you know, we got Columbus Junction at home for uh, homecoming. Well, I think that's going to be the round guy game of the week, and I'm going to be there myself cheering you guys on, maybe even doing a little tailgate party. Uh, uh, I, I wish you a, a lot of a lot of luck, and uh, you have tremendous success. You are one of the the shining uh, uh, coaches that are, are rebuilding, and there's there's a few of them out there that are rebuilding teams. Uh, uh, Columbus would be one of them, you know, that's, uh, you know, having, having a lot of success after, after, uh, uh, trying to put a program back together again. And we, we appreciate you very much. Thanks for being with us, coach. All right. Thanks a bunch. All right. Well, this is round guy radio. And, uh, again, we want to thank, uh, Smithburg auto of Fairfield, Iowa and Jefferson County realty for their support of the peak and Panthers.